What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Brian Tong here, your host, aka BTZ, aka Grandmaster B, aka Bebop. That's what my mama called me. She doesn't call me that anymore. But hey, if you're here for the very first time, this is the Apple Bits XL. It's all of the weekly wrap-up of the big news coming from the world of Apple, from the world of tech at large. But we do obviously focus in on all that Apple goodness. And there was plenty Apple announced on their website because there was no keynote, a new iPad Pro, a new Magic Keyboard with a trackpad, refreshes the MacBook Air, refreshes the Mac Mini. And then we also had uh, Apple silicone cases and Apple Watch bands in their spring colors. I mean, that's all nice and dandy. But we love for you to be a part of this show. All you got to do is call in, use the voice memo app on your phone, whether you're iOS or your Android, record it, send it along to the Apple Bits Show at gmail.com. That's Apple Bits Show with a Z. And then leave your name, where you're from, your question, your comment, your corrections, your criticisms. I'll take them all. Also, this show is 100% supported by you. Patreon.com slash Tong is the way that you can support this. I am completely 100% independent. I wouldn't be able to do this without you. It also supports all the video work that I do. So just kind of all the content that I put out there. But you can start supporting anywhere from $2 a month. If my content's worth a cup of coffee for you, $5 a month. We have the $10 tier, $25 tier, and the $100 platinum Apple tier. I'd be so grateful for your support. And the reason why you might want to do that is there's benefits If you support me at these different tiers, there are rewards, little bonus things that I mail out to you. There's also early access to the content. Patreon supporters hear this podcast first. And then the biggest thing, no ads. Ad-free, you don't hear this that I'm talking about. You don't hear any of the ads that I put in that help support the show as well. So it's a completely ad-free experience. So thanks for all your support. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong. All right, let's jump into it. I know these are crazy times. Hey, guess what? Coronavirus ain't gonna stop this show. Can't stop, won't stop. Last uh, week's episode kind of did a big deep dive on it and connected it to Apple stuff. But this week, you're getting all products galore. Maybe like a sense of normalcy that we all need and some fun and excitement. But again, Apple announced a new Apple iPad Pro for 2020, a new Magic Keyboard with trackpad in. You'll find out my thoughts on that. Plus a MacBook Air, a Mac Mini, Special guest Ray Wong from Input. He's been a guest on the show. He's in the house. We go back and forth. We pretty much talk about every facet possible of all these announcements. It's a whole lot of fun. So let's get right to it. All right. You know him. Everybody loves him. Ray Wong in the house. Back at it again on the Apple Bits XL. You can't get away, bro. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> you can't get away. Or I, call I can't. You. I, dude, I can't. I literally can't escape you physically in real life either. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So. Man, thanks for coming on, and uh, you know we are here because we want to talk iPad Pro. I mean, quite honestly, Apple just dropped a bomb of products on us today. How was that for you? Dude, I woke up and scrambled. <laughs> I, I literally was in bed, and I was like, man, I, I, I thought today I would sleep in, but turns out, no, man. I mean, not today. And it, and it wasn't expected because, you know, with all the coronavirus stuff happening, it seemed like companies were kind of going to be quiet for a while, even though right. there were rumblings that Apple might release even a MacBook Air. So, you know, I wanted, man, I, I was fired up when I saw this announcement. I was like, wait, what? Because like you, 
I normally I sleep till around like 8 39 a.m. I my body randomly woke up at six and I believe they dropped the announcement at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, which is pretty Ooh, which is uh, early. Is that is that around the time? Do you know remember what time it, it was over in the east? It coast? was it was like it was like 8 a.m. Eastern time because oh, I so it was like 5 yeah, a.m. West Coast. Yeah, so oh. like I had gotten up at like right around like a little before 8 30 i was like oh no and they just kept dropping the <laughs> the announcements i was like come on not today man but actually it's not bad it's because great. you know like uh it's it's been pretty pretty crazy lately you know coronavirus everyone's under voluntary house arrest basically we're all working from home <laughs> so i love this you know i mean ipad pro i'm gonna what i'm gonna do is i'll go through some of the specs for our listeners who you know maybe on the road yeah. and maybe listening to this so iPad Pro, the new 2021, remember the last time they released an updated one was the end of 2018, so we didn't get a 2019 version, but it has pretty much the same display. It'll be an IPS LCD display. It is not an updated mini LED display like rumors had said. Also, what's a key thing for me is that this display, because of the screen technology, still does not have HDR, and that was something that the second generation iPad Pros did, but once at least once they switched to ips lcd it hasn't yet and so that's why i was kind of like as a buyer i'm 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 gonna do it when they go to hdr but also new processor an a12z so not an a13 but kind of a tweaked version of the a12 dual lens camera so not a triple lens camera but dual lens everyone was like triple 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 lens this has a dual lens camera uh ultra wide and a wide and the time of flight sensor for augmented reality and then other small things LTE, not 5G. And um, <laughs> uh, yeah, just, just want to make that point out. Um, the other the thing that we have to talk about, because the iPad is nice. It's a nice mm-hmm. incremental upgrade. But but before I talk about the specs, Raymond Wong, what did you think of that freaking magic keyboard with a trackpad? Yay or nay? Oh, man. I mean, all right. Uh, truthfully, I think, uh, personally, I think nay. You're you're letting me down, but I'm gonna let you talk. You're my guest. <laughs> oh damn! Every, I know everyone's on team. Like, yes, this is a laptop. This is a computer. Finally, they're they've got a real service competitor. But here's the thing: it's still running iPad OS, which is iOS, which isn't as tailored to a trackpad as Mac OS. They're literally just bolting on a trackpad. And an iPad was not designed with a trackpad in mind. Windows was designed with a trackpad in mind, but not an iPad. And I think I think what Apple is doing, and selfishly, yeah, I get it. You know, they're trying to make the iPad more than what it was in the past. But you know, the iPad was a the iPad is a special device precisely because it's a different kind of computer i think apple's all wrong in saying oh what's a computer you know it's not they're, they're trying to go around advertising it's not a computer mm-hmm. no that's it's a computer all right it's a different kind of computer and it lets you do things that you can't possibly do on a you know laptop or a macbook and i say this because let me let me give you a quick brief anecdote of why this computer means or this tablet me- meant so much to me please and, do please do and and I like I I'm I'm saying that personally because like when I was a kid, if you wanted to like, and I wanted to be an artist as a kid, I was like drawing stuff and I was like really into it. When I was a kid, I didn't have this type of computer. I when I learned that the only way to like draw 
digitally and make money as an artist in the 90s, early 2000s, I was like, oh man, you have to like learn how to draw with a mouse, which I can't do, <laughs> buy a Wacom buy, buy a tablet, which costs like tens of thousands of dollars at the time, you know, now they're like a few thousand dollars. And then like, you know, really like buy the software for that, you know, um, and what, whether it's like Corel paint or what uh, Photoshop or whatever, Illustrator, that costs extra. And you needed a PC for that, you know? And so, like, the cost of, like, becoming an artist was impossible. Mm -hmm. Now you can buy a $279 iPad or a used iPad, not even a Pro, buy an Apple Pencil, and you literally can draw draw on your computer. You're suddenly a digital artist, and you can figure out how to make money off of it by posting it, posting it online. And so, to me, this is, like, an interesting, different kind of computer that a MacBook simple or a laptop simply isn't. And also I think that um, the, the use cases are just vastly different, you know, mm-hmm. like I almost never use my surface in like, I have an old surface like pro three. I never use it in like tablet mode or like, you know, it's always like a laptop. Cause it ain't a good tablet. Unfortunately that, that, that was the surface okay. pro, you know, I mean the software for the surface pro has everything you need in place but it doesn't have good tablet software and right. and there's no apps because of that right like right. It, it, so, it put itself in a corner with that right so like if this new ipad is trying to be a, a laptop but it doesn't have the software to be a laptop is it going to be a good laptop well here's the me. thing i'm what i'm going to tell you it's a, the ipad pro is an ipad pro baby it doesn't have to be a laptop <laughs> it doesn't have to be a laptop it doesn't have to be a tablet okay so let me get okay. I, mean, I, I hear it's you. It's an iPhone, not a smartphone. I'm actually glad. <laughs> I'm actually glad you're contrarian because I didn't know. I thought you might be actually on the hype train. I was hyped because this is a damn floating iMac in your lap. <laughs> no, it's not an iMac, bro. Bro, it's bro. It's not it, even close to an iMac. It looks like a floating iMac in your lap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks like one, but it, dude, it looks like it looks like a it looks like a square payment. Bro. Okay. Okay. So here, system, this is all right. Fine. Fine. I gave you. It looks your like time. something you see. You, it looks like something you see at like co- your your coffee shop at Starbucks. I'm. 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 Okay. Here's the. Here's the reason why I'm always. Okay. So first of all, I've been. He, I've been big on the iPad Pro from day one. So I'm. I mm-hmm. am. It's perfect. I am. It's demographic of someone who likes to read magazines, likes to read comics, likes to lay back, likes to use it as a you know, web surfer, just whatever general fun. It's like a recreational computer that is a luxury, right? I I don't think anyone says an iPad is absolutely necessary to do what they need to do, right? I mean, quite honestly, to your point, a computer, Wacom tablet for professionals, and even though they were expensive, as digital artists, they still use that, right? You, I talk to a lot of the digital artists in industry. They aren't necessarily really using iPads like at Pixar, they have a tool to do um, rough kind of like renderings and drawings and sketches for storyboards, but they aren't doing all their work on iPads. They're using a well, computer and a, and a Wacom. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? Because they're not thinking outside the box. They're the same people who are like, oh, man, an iPhone can't shoot the type of video True. videos you I You make need. a point. Great point there. And the younger kids, they're not using Wacoms. They're not using red Great cameras or whatever, other than obviously Marcus Brownlee and those, <laughs> those crazy YouTubers. Behind, behind but like, us. right. But like, it's become so democratized, you know, like anybody can go out and shoot. It's so affordable now. And that's what makes it so Okay, but here's Good. the thing. 
I, I get, see, I think you're, you and I are looking at it in a few different ways. And I'm not saying we need to agree because I don't want us to agree, but I get your point. You're like, dude, what is it? It's not a, it's not going to be like a computer experience. And that's the biggest thing for me. I love the trackpad navigation because it gives you a different way to navigate. We'll see. This is one of those classic things. You put the hardware out there. Will the developers capitalize with software that actually elevates the product as a whole? And to me, I'm still like, hey, Apple, this is a perfect opportunity. And maybe it happens at WWDC. Maybe it doesn't. But are you going to finally at least put Final Cut Pro on an iPad Pro that actually takes advantage of the trackpad? I mean, I would love to see that because the iPad is the iPad Pro is crazy powerful. It's crazy. Like I wrote, Super underutilized. Like, like I wrote in my story, like I did benchmarks and like not just benchmarks, you know, your typical geek bench mm-hmm. score, single core, multi-core scores. But like I did like a real video, uh, like a export test, you know, 4K mm-hmm. video and really rendered it out on like my Mac, 12 inch MacBook at the time. And this was like 2018's mm-hmm. iPad Pro, like 12 inch MacBook, 13 inch MacBook, Air or Pro uh, and Surface Laptop uh, at the time too, I think. And the iPad Pro just smokes it. Like if you have ever used your iPhone for like, you know, uh, editing video, holy smokes. Like just think about like all the processing power, how fast it is to like export and cut a 4K video. It's insane. The GPU like isn't nuts. It's like eight cores for the CPU, eight cores for the GPU. Um, This is like, graphics that is like beyond the really terrible integrated graphics on your macbook so in that regard yes you know put final cut on this thing with metal and holy cow it's gonna scream right and that that's Um, the type of stuff you need to show that this is a product that has the hardware and the software in place to be like okay i think i think if it had some like examples like that for you where it's actually utilizing the power then you'd be you maybe you would be like okay you know what i see it's actually good for those use cases may not be for you but it has to show you that, right? Right. But the, th- the problem is, it's an accessory. The Magic Keyboard is an accessory. You have to pay <laughs> extra in order to use it. And so you're, you've are you already like isolated a core demographic that may not even ever buy a keyboard with the trackpad. So why, what's incentive for developers to develop or bake in trackpad support if you're, you can only sell it to a small percentage of buyers. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I think I think you make completely valid points with who's going to buy it. And I don't know how many people are going to buy it, but I can tell you that everyone who has an iPad Pro from the 2018 line that's been waiting for it, they don't need to buy a new iPad Pro this year. They can just get away with buying this keyboard with a trackpad and in their mind right like psychologically as most apple consumers are they just want the new new from apple they're going to be able to have new functionality they're going to actually be able to have i've never bought a keyboard trackpad that i actually liked for the ipad because to me they were all not satisfactory there was one two years ago for um from logitech that i really loved but then they completely changed the design the next year for no apparent reason it had a trackpad no, no, no. Sorry. It didn't have it. It was just a keyboard, but it was, right, just, it was even, even just a keyboard. Right. So you're going to get a lot of people from that previous generation that will buy this. But at the same time, I'm happy about this because look, Ray, if they didn't release anything and it was just another iPad, I'd be like, this is boring. Like where Dude. are they? Where are they? Where are they pushing us? Where are they pushing us? And Dude. I like where they're pushing me. $300 or $350 for 
the 11 and 12.9 inch key, like respectively we're talking 300 dollars. that's right baby a, a tablet keyboard bro okay. it's not a tablet keyboard it's also a floating it's a floating <laughs> iMac all right stand. you don't need to yell you don't need to yell <laughs> it's a floating iMac we're talking stand. dude i haven't even like i don't even want to shell out a hundred and fifty dollars two hundred dollars for a mechanical keyboard which i know will vastly improve my like working ability as a as a person who writes on the internet like you're asking me for three hundred dollars for a keyboard i'm I'm, holy dude total you're let's say you buy a what what is it like a 12.9 inch ipad i've priced this out i've priced 950 dollars for the base model let's just 999 999 right that's a thousand dollars plus another three hundred and fifty dollars for the keyboard. We're at thir- what what are we at? Twelve fifty now? No, we're at thirteen fifty basically. Bro, that's only for the one hundred twenty eight gig version. This M- is, might I remind you. That is way more than a MacBook Air, which you know we'll talk was about. just refreshed today yep. and we'll talk about that in a sec. That starts now at $999. Which is crazy. So, so, so let me ask you this. You buy an iPad Pro, and then you're like, hmm, should I shell out 300 or $350 <laughs> for trackpad support? Is it worth $300 for trackpad support? I just don't see Is the, it, Ray, that many. Ray? I just don't think many people will see the value of that. Dude, it's already hard enough to convince people to buy an Apple Pencil for $130. Okay, right? look, remember earlier, Ray, you told me to stop yelling? Now you're yelling. Okay. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the here's the other thing. Okay. I know how you break it down. I think that most people that buy an iPad, they already have a computer. Most people, the iPad is straight up a luxury device. The iPad is someone who's bored with their computer and wants this more in like intimate way to you know. And it sounds corny, but. It's not that I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, but I love sitting back on the couch, leaning back, using my iPad, hanging out, reading magazines, treating it like a book, like lying on the ground with it, doing whatever without this huge keyboard in it. The iPad to me is straight up a luxury purchase that enhances people that are in the ecosystem or just enhances their digital experience. What is that? Sorry. I have a I have an alarm that just set off for our podcast. <laughs> but but the thing is that it's it's so it's not you're right. The person who from starting from ground zero, in my opinion, depends if they're a digital artist, maybe they consider the iPad, but most people should not buy the iPad Dude. as their primary computer with a keyboard. I 100% Apple, agree. Apple, it doesn't matter. Apple put put making a trackpad for the iPad is a a clear admission that they could not get multi-touch in order to work in a way that was intuitive and easy to discover. Okay, at WWDC last year, they were like, hey, check out these awesome gestures, like three finger, four finger for <laughs> copy and paste. And like, you look, you just drop it right in there by expanding your fingers and like you grab it. And guess what? No one Nobody does it. that. No Nobody, one does. I, I can't even figure it out. Neither have I. To, dude, I've tried. I really tried. <laughs> okay, I own, I own an iPad Pro and I've been trying so hard to like get the gesture. Half the time it doesn't freaking work. Half the time it's like doing the wrong thing. And I'm like, oh, you know, like text selection is so bad in iOS 13. Like they took away that magnifying glass. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Like I'm like tapping on it. I'm like, why is it selecting the word? I didn't want to do that. And I, I know that they, they, you know, you can 
press into the freaking like uh space bar and like get a cursor and everything but like sometimes i just need to like reach up mm-hmm. tap on the freaking thing and add one letter okay i don't want to pay 300 to 350 dollars to get a trackpad in order to do that well, it's ridiculous you, and you know what i think that you're right but you know i stop i don't i don't use the cut and paste jet i just do basic i just struggle with trying to select the right text and copy and paste it, that's fine. But to me, whether or not someone wants this keyboard or not, and whether or not they want to pay $300 or not, it's just enhancing a product that they already have. So it's just, to me, it's more like an option. It's like an upsell. It's not, do you need, okay, do you need, do you absolutely need a trackpad keyboard for an iPad to use it? The answer is no. No. So, so, People that will buy it will buy it. And maybe maybe no one buys it, but maybe more people buy it than they thought. I, I appreciate that they're at least exploring in an area that I embrace. Like if this was if this was just an Apple keyboard that had a trackpad and nothing else, I'd be like, this is dumb. But it's a floating portable iMac. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're really into this floating portable iMac. It's so cool. I, it's so cool, dude. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. I wish I could just reach over FaceTime and just slap, slap you me. right now. <laughs> like it's a, you're you, you're probably the only guy on the internet who's screaming nah. how awesome it's a portable floating iMac. <laughs> but I think that I think the angle change again is it worth three hundred dollars i'm not saying it is whatever someone pays for something that's what it's worth for them all right and for you clearly it's not in i would argue for me it may not be but i think there's something i, I just have I this, there's like, something cool about it i have this like uh, i'm picturing right now this like famous photo of steve jobs you know <laughs> leaned in on his leather chair first <laughs> ipad and he's like you know he's he's got his ipad horizontal in landscape mode, and he's typing on half the screen. The half the screen's the keyboard, all right. And he's like typing with both hands, like it's a like a keyboard. It's like a laptop, you know, a proper laptop. And I'm like, oh my god. I mean, oh my god. I just feel that I can't even right now with this like trackpad. I th- I think look, we're gonna have to wait and see how this plays out. I don't think either of us is actually wrong here, but. If they release software that actually can live on an iPad that actually is good for that trackpad, then then I would be more happy about it because I'm st- I still like I like the design <clears throat> idea of it. But I can I can tell you I don't know I can tell you exactly why they're making this. They had no choice but to make this, and this is why. If the rumors are right, and I think the rumors are because they are from some reputable like you know mm-hmm. reporters, and Apple is planning to transition at least some of its MacBooks. You know, some of it's Macs, and I think they're going to be the lower-end MacBook Airs, you know, mm-hmm. l- lower-end Mac MacBooks to ARM processors, swap out the Intel chips. Then now suddenly you're getting these MacBooks with crazy performance, super power efficient. They could have built-in LTE and, like, you know, faster Wi-Fi and also uh, this insane GPU. Think about it. A MacBook Air with eight core cpu and eight core gpu i mean that's insane and this is basically a public test device in order to get <laughs> yeah it's a stopgap trans some people have called it a transitional computer in order to get developers familiar and comfortable with like you know building apps for an arm chip 
designed with trackpad support. And then the plan is to shift it over to like Mac full time. And then, you know, they've already done half their work, you know, and it's going to be an easier transition. Ray, you literally should be a fan of this product because you want an ARM MacBook Air. (laughs) So in order, in order for the MacBook Air to be a polished (laughs) product that lives to see the light of day, which you and I would both love, you need to support this product. You need, I, I, you need to support this product. I, I don't have to support this. Developers have to support this. Some other suckers <laughs> got to pay the price in order to do the work because, you know, I'm not building apps. <laughs> you know, I'm just God writing about, just, you know, I'm just writing, I'm writing about this. Just make it good for me, That which is what I, which I, I'm still saying. Make it I'm like, great for me, man. I, I'm, I, again, I just like where it's going. Maybe it's because it's pushing us in that direction and it's going to happen, right? It's going to, the ARM chip laptop, again, the processing power is already there. It's not a matter, it's just a matter of them actually doing it. And if this is the transition, then fine. So let me tell some people, tell listeners because we're having so much fun with this, just a little bit about the trackpad. Now we talked about, first of all, it's price. So the 11 inch iPad Pro, it's priced at $299 for the Magic Keyboard. Mm -hmm. The 12.9 inch iPad Pro Magic Keyboard with trackpad 349 good lord uh-huh. that's that does hurt to say it out loud but the, the, tra- <laughs> the keyboard trackpad itself it connects magnetically to your ipad pro so it has it the actual screen can float like an imac um it also <laughs> I mean, it has a scissor switch keyboard okay having that keyboard if even if someone hate i ripped on those damn stupid rubber keys for ever since they came out that scissor switch keyboard that in itself and their backlit i'm gonna give it a try it's USB-C charging. Do you know this or not? Can the I don't know this. Can the iPad charge while it's magnetically connected while the case is plugged into USB C? Is that possible or not? I have no idea. Do you know this? Uh yes. So the port is free. So so the <clears throat> the the keyboard case could charge. I'm saying is there the way that it connects, because I couldn't really tell, and we're just mm-hmm. doing this right so fresh. So you're saying the iPad actually charges when it's on that magnetic uh, stand? Uh, when it's on the magnetic, no, it's not charging at all. Okay, so okay, okay. You, so there, the the Magic Keyboard itself has a its its own USB C port. Correct. So you can either uh, you know, the only way to charge the iPad is through the port through the on the iPad. iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll have to char- plug it in through the side, and then you can plug in other. Uh, accessories, dongles, and stuff into the you know pass-through USB-C port. So you can effectively get two ports. You know, I was the only reason why I wanted the iPad to charge um, magnetically through that is so that I could say it's a charging floating iMac. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're insane. It just sounds so crazy to say. I love it. Okay, so I mean, yeah, you know, it's it. it it's interesting that it can't do that because uh, there are those pogo pins in the back, right? Yeah, but the way the case um, is made, it probably can't. I'm actually worried. I don't know. That That's a good good, good uh, question. We should explore that and find I'm, out. You know what I'm more worried about, honestly? When you see the demos, because so they actually, they say, oh, you can tilt the angle of it. None of mm-hmm. the videos in the demo actually show them tilting the angle of the, uh, the, the iPad, which also brings to the point that when you see the demo videos, people just like, pull it right off that stand. I'm worried if you're like at a cafe and someone just knocks into your iPad uh, pro on this magnetic keyboard stand, will it just kind of, is it the connection's not that tight even to my current folio case. Will it kind of mm-hmm. just like knock off? Cause I don't know how sturdy it's going to be. 
I don't know. I mean, I mean, there are a lot of magnets in the you know the Magic Keyboard or the the, the iPad itself. Yeah. yeah, the folio. So I don't know. They can make the magnets stronger so that they attach better to the iPad. Maybe they've got stronger magnets this time. Who knows, man? I mean, we'll definitely have to check it out when when we can get our hands on the devices. Uh, as far as I know, nobody has um, actually played with them outside because. Nobody can. Yeah, they're available. They're gonna be available in in May. So the the iPads themselves are gonna be available to ship. Obviously, the stores are closed here in the U.S. Right. Other than Greater China. So March twenty fifth, twenty fifth. Yeah, twenty fifth is when they'll arrive in to your homes or whatnot. And then May is when the keyboard case is gonna come out. So this whole iPad Pro keyboard case then really bridges over to the MacBook Air, and we're talking about it. The MacBook Air. To me, what they just announced, this is going to be the sleeper computer that kind of is, out of all this crop of stuff they uh-huh. announced, this is going to be the one that helps their bottom line the most because we're talking about a MacBook Air at $999? I mean, they're just going back to, you know, the original, well, the 999 iPad uh, MacBook Air that sold really well a couple mm-hmm. of years ago before the uh, Retina redesign, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's going to be, at $999, it's very attractive, you know, it competes... Uh, very well again with the uh, Surface Laptop uh, three. Are we on three? We're on three now, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which I think is like a fantastic computer, especially at that price point. And you're going to see a lot of college students pick it up. Mm-hmm. They've doubled the storage, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, what else did they? And they doubled the store. They doubled the storage for two hundred dollars less, so it's from one hundred twenty-eight right. gigs to two hundred fifty-six right. gigs. And performance is up across the board. They say yep. it's like up to two times faster yep. for uh, processing. And then, you know, there's Intel Iris Plus graphics, which again, Intel graphics, not great, but still better than the UHD whatever's were on the previous iOS. But Ray, you forgot, uh, you forgot the most important thing. As a student, you can plug it into your Apple XDR display. <laughs> <laughs> your $6,000... Is it $6,000? Um, it's 6000 with the nano laser etched. Oh, man. Before you get you buy the $1,000 stand. stand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to splurge on the, the, the right product. You hey, know? <laughs> tuition in your future or an Apple XDR display? I mean, whatever. Who cares? I mean, the future is The future is uncertain today, so might as well just... Just get the XDR display and be happy since we're all living in our bedrooms now. I mean, that's my biggest regret. I didn't flex as hard as, like, Marcus Brownlee in my college dorm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't flexing every other day, you know? Like, hey, check out my tech. No, 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 no hate on no Marquez. Of course uh, not. Great guy. Uh, you know, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> since we were talking about, you know, college. And he, he obviously, you know, came up on YouTube making videos out of his college dorm, which was yeah. pretty cool. The, uh... But like the MacBook Air, I think that's going to be a great computer. That's a computer that I would basically recommend to anyone, to anyone. At, at this point, yeah. I mean, it's got the brand new scissor keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, so and they've oh man, the biggest spin I saw in Apple's press release was like the the new inverted T arrow oh, come on, keys, that's so and I was like, dude, I'm looking at my like 2013 MacBook Pro, and I'm like, yeah, this is like new old. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> you a, know. I don't even, it doesn't, it literally ever, like I've never said to myself, thank God I have an inverted arrow keys. It's never made that much of a difference to me at all. Whoa, whoa. I'm not in that boat. I'm totally not in that boat. Are you serious? Like you, the inverted 
NFT like arrow keys is like one of the best things ever. It's what? terrible. Yes. Hold up. Hold Dude. up. Hold up. Best things ever. Like okay, I'm not of all time. Okay, on an Apple product. Okay, we're we're talking about usability here. Okay, look, they switch when they switch over to the butterfly keyboards on the 12 inch MacBook. Trash. They like they increase the height of the left and right arrow keys right and so like yes visually it looks neater you know there's no gaps uh inside the keyboard but functionally it's actually worse because like it's harder to feel the keys you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so like you see this a lot on like windows laptops and like you know the left and right arrow keys are always like twice the height and it's just like it's crap you know like it's real terrible crap it's it's unbalanced and like granted i'm not playing like you know fps games or anything on my macbook but like if i wanted to you know like if if i wanted to play fortnite man this this keyboard sucks for that but inverted keyboard is like way better okay fine people that are listening they could come at me i was just like that literally has (laughs) or 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 come at me (laughs) i think i think they're gonna come for both of us because we've been very strongly opinionated um (laughs) on our thoughts today now the other side thing that was introduced mac mini basically it doubles the storage at its price point so the 799 mac mini gets 256 gigs of solid state storage and the 1099 dollar gets 512 Mm -hmm. uh yay nay whatever i mean it's cool cool bro cool Cool story bro (laughs) dude i mean yeah i don't know mac mini it's a it's a powerful device but yeah, I don't know. More. Even after they updated it, what last year after four years of not being updated, I think some people were excited. But because it started at seven ninety nine, everyone's like right. seven ninety nine for one hundred twenty eight gigs. Hell no! So right. I don't know if they've lost that audience or not. People, people that are listening, let us know if you're a if you know use it for media storage or a media PC, or mm-hmm. if it is actually your PC. Let us know. Right. Um, I can't remember though if it also connects to the Apple XDR display. I actually don't know if it's one of the. Uh, I feel like it's not one of the supported devices, but I. I, uh, I don't remember them saying that, but don't hold us to that. I'm not. I'm not um, trying to. I, I will say. I will say one thing though. Do you feel like now that Johnny Ive is gone, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he's out there at what what Love From or Love Love From? I think is what is the firm is. is called. Yeah. Um, do you think Apple's walking back on a lot of the bad decisions he made? You know, he was. Re- you know, held accountable for during his last couple of years. It's like, you know, you're walking back on the keyboard, the inverted T, you know, arrow keys, the scissor switches, the turning iPad now into more of a laptop. Maybe Johnny was like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs would kill mm-hmm. me. And now they're like, well, you're gone. We can do whatever the hell we want. Um, you know, the last fall, they made the MacBook Pro larger, you know, um, and improved, you know, the battery life and the, just, uh, performance all around speakers everything you know um and i feel like they're walking back on a lot of like johnny's like poor decisions and like you know instead of chasing thinness and lightness they're Mm -hmm. like we need to go back to functionality you know back to basics back to like affordability i think that's a great i think it's a great point the only thing that i'm not i mean we don't know but you know when they have these products in their pipeline and their development they're looking at these like two, three years before we even see them. And so technically, Johnny would have still had some input, but if the tides were already changing back then, and part of the reason maybe why he just wanted to get out by the time he did, that could be an indication of that as well because the iPhone 11 Pro, which is one of my favorite iPhones that have come out in a long time just because it just answered the questions that we needed. 
great camera, uh, better battery life. Cool. Right. I mean, we didn't, right. we didn't really need that much, but it, it stood out because of that. That still was under his regime. And so well, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know well, if, if it's directly correlated. I think it's may, it might be a mix of both, I, but I don't know. I feel, I just feel like Johnny during his last couple of years, like the last, like, let's say like five, six years, he was like really obsessed with luxury making mm-hmm. Apple, products that were super premium Mm -hmm. super luxurious and as a result of that you know the price went up you know he was designing things like leather cases and you know um gold apple watches and Mm -hmm. you know instead of like i think he wanted to like push apple into this direction of like hey we're like this super luxury group or company that's why they hired like angela rents you know like Mm -hmm. from where she where she work at burberry Uh, Burberry, burberry yep and so like you know he started redesigning the apple stores and until the, to the point where they like felt like unfamiliar and unapproachable to a lot of people. Um, and so now it's almost like they're going back to like, you know, what the formula that made Apple a real global powerhouse, you know, um, which is like accessibility for everyone, Mm -hmm. you know, affordability and functionality, which I don't think Johnny was as interested in, in his later years. I think you make some great points there too, because, you know, Johnny is the holdover from he is literally the only true holdover that thought the way that Steve Jobs thought. They were kindred spirits, right? I mean, these guys right. were they are the ones that help evolve, you know, push Apple in the directions that it did. And, you know, whether or not he was the only quote unquote Steve Jobs voice in the room, and you know, he might have just been the odd man out where because Apple has changed the company, where at the time, right? When Steve Jobs was there, Apple was not trying to be, although they were, you know, simple, you know, simple, intuitive interface, they were still very luxury classy. It was only until Tim Cook came where you started seeing the prices go down, where instead of one luxurious iPhone model, we started having three, four, five at different price points to like a supply chain manager would make profits in every slot you can. And so... You know, I'm sure with Tim Cook being the leader, you either have to fall in line or not. And I'm sure the team around Tim Cook agreed this is the way to go. And let's be a more mainstream general right. audience brand, which hurt some of the loyalists because we're like, what are you guys doing? Like, right. you know, be the Apple that we know where right. Apple evolves. So I think well, all that was happening at the same time. I think you're absolutely right. Right. Because right. like Johnny didn't just leave like last year. He was checked out. He's been checked mm-hmm. out for a long time. Ever mm-hmm. since he like started working on Apple Park, he has been very like, from what we've read or what we heard, he's been less involved in designing Apple products. So like these products that we're seeing now, they're the results of like, like you just said earlier, years, two to three years, maybe Even prior to time, right? Yeah. Maybe more. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, these decisions that we're now getting, you know, products that we're now getting, they're decisions that were already made years ago. And like, it's very possible that Johnny wasn't even involved in them. And he was like already checked out, you know, the Mac pro back to the tower sh- stuff. Like for him, he's designed these products already. He made the original cheese grater. He made the <laughs> MacBooks that became so ubiquitous. He made like, you know, the iPad that was the touchscreen for all, you know, the big multi-touch uh, display. And like, he's like, I, I I'm done. And if you're just going to go back to old ideas, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm guessing here, right? Yeah, but yeah, it just as a user, you know, a customer, it feels very much like that, you know, because I lived through the many arcs of Apple, you know? And, and what's funny is when you say all that and you talk about kind of how they're coming full circle, I felt like last year, 2019, 
was the year that kind of Apple recovered uh, some of their DNA of who they were. Like the Mac right. Pro, you know, listening to its user base after, geez, four or five right. years of not, you know, doing stuff that uh, is just kind of right in front of your face, makes sense, just do it. And and they right. start and now they're starting to do some of these innovative things like a floating portable <laughs> iMac. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, the 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 most interesting thing I think uh-huh. uh, for this product and especially this product since it's like kind of new, right? Uh-huh. Um, is how strong the Apple cult is going to be because this is going to be the first time that nobody is going to be able to actually go into a store play with their device before purchasing it. You're going to have to make that decision just based off of what you see on their website, what you read online, videos that are put out on YouTube, and decide whether you can actually, whether this is a device for you. You know, because like you can't walk into a store right now and it's, you're not going to be able to for the foreseeable future, you know, and if the cult is strong, they're going to sell a lot of these. If it's not, then like, sucks, man. (laughs) <laughs> so if it's not cool story bro i mean it yeah is, exactly it, it is interesting because i don't you know the ipad no longer is really one of their top selling products because it's quite honestly it's just it's been a product that is so good it just serves its purpose do some apps do some web surfing for most people watch some videos keep the kids entertained and i don't need to buy an ipad every year i can buy an ipad once every four or five years even more longer than that mm-hmm. and be totally fine so it's it's going to be interesting to see how well-received this is. And whether it's now, whether it's a month from now or two months from now, I think just in general, when you talk about the Apple stores, just how we as a society start interacting with each other again, I think there's going to be a lot of trauma from this whole coronavirus thing that it's not like people are going to want to, I quite honestly, I don't know if I really want to hang out in an Apple store and touch freaking right. 10 devices that literally thousands of people have touched before me now. That's right. That isn't very appealing and so even just the way our culture is going to be changed from all of this that has happened it's going to be interesting how that affects obviously not only apple but the whole greater public but yeah we're gonna we're gonna be fundamentally changed from this i at least i believe for a while i mean it'll take time to readjust right right like obviously the diehards are gonna go out and just buy buy it right away right like no questions asked like they they support this brand they they know it and, but like, what about the people who are not sure, mm-hmm. you know, how many, what's the conversion rate for that? What's the drop off for that? I think that's going to be very telling, uh, when like, you know, quarterly earnings come out and projected sales units and stuff like that, um, are reported just to like, see whether their legion is strong, you know, cause mm-hmm. it's like a lot of people go into a store, they're not sure what to get. And then, you know, that's where their Apple specialists or, you know, retail helps push them towards one device or another, you know? And now there's just no way to figure that out with somebody unless you just, like, figure it out for yourself, you know? And I think that's a that's a good advantage for people like us in the media world mm-hmm. to, like, kind of, like, help guide these people more, you know? Because the retail people are basically shit out of luck right now. <laughs> It's it's true. So, um, okay, Ray. So just to wrap up, bef- just because I need to get your clear, definitive <laughs> um, verdict on the. Okay, let's do it. We'll do it like the floating <laughs> portable iMac. It's gonna be bur- It's gonna be burned into your mind and everyone's mind that has listened to this episode today. Okay, first of all, I'm, I'm I- literally gonna tweet that <laughs> when the podcast is uh, live iPad Pro 2020, uh, what's your rating? Good Apple, bad Apple, meh Apple. So what What do you give it? The, just the iPad Pro 2020 as it stands alone. As it stands alone without the keyboard? Without the keyboard. 
Uh, I'm gonna give it a a meh. Yeah, I, I wouldn't upgrade. Personally, I would not upgrade to it. I think it's a meh. Yeah, yeah. it's didn't I do mean, enough. I mean, the lidar scanner. I don't know if I'm how 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 often am I gonna right? play with AR, man? I mean, an ultra wide camera, great, but like, how many people are taking photos with their iPad? And I'm a proponent of people to using whatever camera they have mm-hmm. to take photos, but like. I don't know, maybe indoors for like documents and stuff like that. But like, do you really need an ultra wide for that? Well, I think the, yeah. the ultra wide is there to support the uh, LIDAR scanner, basically, you know, for uh, AR. Yeah. And we, you know, we didn't get into it, but you're right. Like when I think of the iPad Pro and I look down the spec list, I'm like, okay, it has the same display. Um, the processor is not an A13. So it's not like we're getting a, a generational jump. It's it's a tweak in speed. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's very weird that Apple didn't even like mention any performance. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, I was like, like so A12Z. <laughs> so like that means it's either like on par with the A12X X? or it's so minimal that Apple's like, eh, I don't even want to mention it. It's not even like 5%. No. You know, it's like it's more embarrassing to mention it than like not mention it, you know, because then people would just like laugh at it. And to our point, it was already powerful enough. They've never untapped the power of this product. Right. So processor, probably not much difference. Uh, Mm -hmm. Dual lens camera with the LiDAR sensor. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to be using it anytime soon. And it's going to take, it's going to take iOS 14. It's going to take developers to get behind it. And also us as humans have, are going to have to really start changing our behavior. Right. You, you, the whole Pokemon go revolution. happened. (laughs) I don't yeah. see more people using AR in other ways after Pokemon Go. It's it's definitely not happening because right? nobody can go outside. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nobody oh, can go outside. Oh, man, that made me sad. Also, right, <laughs> the, it's LTE still, no 5G. Well, no one can go outside. So when you look wait, at it... Wait, can it get 5G-E? <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything. It, probably, it probably can. Dude, if you have a phone, they all can get 5G-E. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I could open up a star tack. It's going to show five G E on it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I would say it's, eh, it's okay. All right. Um, magic keyboard with trackpad, Ray. Oh, man. I mean, uh, I'm giving it a bad apple. <laughs> oh! I got to give it a bad apple. I get what their apples trying to do, but like price. Holy smokes. <laughs> that's too expensive. And like, Man, you're an iPad. Stop trying to be a freaking MacBook. <laughs> stop, uh, yeah, you don't want to be MacBook, man. Stop, Let the Mac uh, MacBook be the MacBook. Stop being, <laughs> hey, stop being a hater. I'm giving it a rad apple. Rad <laughs> apple. Dude. It's so rad. It is so rad. I All mean, right. you should you should just buy the keyboard and just <laughs> review the keyboard and nothing else. Because like you know, the keyboard actually is compatible with is. your older iPad. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why why should someone who has a 2018 iPad even upgrade to the new one unless they really want augmented reality in the double lens camera they shouldn't they really shouldn't so dude you could actually buy another ipad <laughs> a cheaper <laughs> ipad instead of buying a, a keyboard with trackpad i mean uh, you could cool. buy an ipad just for the bathroom just for, for the, just for the bathroom shower i mean one for the bathroom one for the couch mm-hmm. and one for the bedroom you know that's true i'm not i'm not i'm not disagreeing okay macbook air what do you give that I'm going to give that a, uh, a good apple. Yeah. That's good, good apple. apple. I totally agree. It's it's a boring update, but like, you know, it's affordable. Um, I think it's going to move a lot of units. And, you know, I just like having a device that's like, you know, not overpriced, but offers all the the best value, you know? I agree. And then uh, for me, uh, the Mac Mini, I'm going to give it a meh apple. I don't really care, but it's cool. It's meh. 
I mean, that's a bad apple for me, man. <laughs> I mean, like, who, like honestly, who cares? Honestly, I'm, I'm more, I, I'm more excited about these new Apple Watch bands for the spring collection <laughs> and the Apple Watch, uh, the iPhone cases, than like. Honestly, I, I've never been more excited about colors, to be honest. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, so we didn't touch upon them, but the new case, basically the seasonal spring colors. Right. There's three core ones. There's cactus, which is like a off green. <laughs> there's grapefruit, which is like a pastel-y orange. And then there's Wait, you're, 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 Well, like, you're only talking about the sports stuff. No, I'm talking. There's, no, there's the the silicone stuff, the sports stuff. The are you talking about? Stuff. Are you talking about the uh, the the knitted sport bands? Loops. Oh, yeah, the sport, the sport loops. loops. I love the sport loops. Okay, man. wait, wait. Which color? Even though people Dude. can't see, which color? Don't tell uh, me you like vitamin. Don't tell me you like vitamin. That one's not bad. No, <laughs> vitamin C. Wait, it said vitamin C on it. It's man. like orange and doo doo brown. It's orange uh, okay, and doo doo brown. That is it's like not that. It's not that brown. Okay, Dude, it's doo doo brown. <laughs> The fact you. that you're, dude, the fact that you're like doo doo. <laughs> what are you like five? He's <laughs> like doo doo. Uh, okay, I know um, which. I know which. Wait, let me guess which sport loop you like. You like the lime neon one that's kind of looks like Seattle Seahawks. I mean, that one's not bad. I mean, that that one's, one's my second choice. What's that your first my choice? choice? My first choice is the neon pink. Oh, that, that one's, one's all right. I mean, you're you're probably thinking due to brown on that one too. Yeah, there is due like, to brown on that one too. Dude. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm gonna go with like neon pink, the neon lime, and then vitamin C. I, I mean, mean, you pick two. Okay, the only <laughs> two of the five sport loops that have doo doo brown in it. You picked. <laughs> you. I mean, I guess I'm a doo doo guy. <laughs> dude, that's a crap apple, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm into the I'm into the new watch uh, colors yeah. more than I am into uh, doubling the storage for a Mac. <laughs> I agree. Good. I, mean, I love I love Apple Watch bands, so I'm totally. Good I can't I can't show off my Mac Mini storage, man. <laughs> no, there's no flex in there at all. No flex. All right, bro. Um, that was fun. <laughs> this is this has been great, man. We will always have you back again, Ray, and uh, appreciate thanks, the thanks. time. And uh, you know. Maybe, maybe you'll get lucky. I would actually like to see your just haterade review on the Magic Keyboard trackpad. So, uh, why don't make sure they put you on that one at input? Okay. I mean, what if I'm all wrong? What if I I get it and I'm like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever, (laughs) ever. Just Jay, you might fall in love with the fact that it's a floating portable iMac. (laughs) I mean, maybe that's my headline. It's a floating portable iMac. I'm gonna. Credit stolen from Brian Wong. Credit, dash dash Brian. <laughs> Brian Tong. Tong. Brian. I called you Brian Wong. Brian the, Tong. Because this, uh, this is the Wong Tong. This is the Wong Tong podcast. This is the Wong Tong. <laughs> oh man! I mean, they're they're supposed to be maybe more Apple products this yeah, week. They, it could be. Know, it may may not be over iPhone SE two or whatever. You know, yep, iPhone yep. nine plus. Yep. Who knows? You never know. Uh, what else? Air tags. I don't um, know if they do Air tags yet. I think they should wait. F- they should just hold it out for the September iPhone announcement. New AirPods Gen Three, Gen Three that lo- yeah, like look like the AirPods Pro, but don't, don't have, have noise cancellation. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, oh, it, it, makes it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, so yeah, there may be more. I mean, I think I'm gonna have to get up early tomorrow. Just cause, right? Just cause there might be an Apple dump uh, <laughs> <laughs> in doo doo. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's just stop. I don't ever want to hear doo doo from you ever oh, again. Come back. I'll make sure. I'll make sure I bring it back for you. But Ray, uh, can you tell everyone that's listening where they can find your awesome work? 
Thanks. Uh, yeah, uh, you can definitely follow me on Twitter at uh, Ray Wongy. That's R A Y W N G with a Y at the end. Uh, and definitely check out Input. We're at InputMag.com. Um, and go to the site. I think you'll find some really interesting s- stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're tr- really trying to push uh, the uh, limits of like storytelling, you know, with different formats, uh, different style. And I get that, you know, some of the the aesthetics might not be for everyone. You know, it's a little can be a little bit jarring. But we're definitely trying to do something cooler, something interesting. You know, we we don't just cover tech; we cover style, cover culture, entertainment, and so a nice mixture. Uh, we don't want to just like write about the news. We want to really give our opinion and our voices. Um, and if you want to be part of that, check us out at inputmag.com and follow us on Twitter at input. And I can totally give my thumbs up endorsement. I I have my endorsement behind you guys because stylistically what what you're doing and the directions you're moving, I think it's awesome. I think it's super innovative in in the storytelling space. And uh, that's why you're on the show, bro. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Until next time, um, I can't wait to see your post with your Apple Watch Brown that is (laughs) doo-doo brown. All right, man. I'll catch you later. All right. See you, man. So there you go, fun times with Ray Wong from Input, just talking all about that iPad Pro. I really want to hear what you all think. What are your impressions? Were you impressed? Were you not impressed? Are you loving this thing? Are you loving something else? You know how to do it. Call in, record a voice memo. Use the AppleBitsShow at gmail.com. It's AppleBitsShow with a Z. Voice memo it. Send it through. Name, where you're from, your questions, your comments, your thoughts, your opinions, your criticisms, Good apples, bad apples, hey, I'll take them all. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters at the Platinum Apple level, Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frater, Jarrett Luce, and Calvin Fatikar. Thank you. Thank you so much. And if you haven't already, please support the show by giving it a five-star review on iTunes. Put in a comment. It helps in the algorithm, bumps it up, and we are at over 1,100 five-star reviews. Y'all crazy. So I love it. It must mean we're putting out a quality product and we've built some sort of sense of community or something like that. Anyways, I'm so grateful for it. And again, patreon.com slash Brian Tong is the way to support this show at different levels. All right, that's going to do it. We might get some other big news later this week. We'll find out. Could Apple be dropping more now since we still haven't seen the new rumored iPhone 9s? Maybe we get that iPad mini action. Maybe we get those headphones. I mean, there's so much more that's still on the table. AirTags? You know, Ray brought them up. I don't think so, but hey, it could happen. So stick around. We'll be here. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Take care. And in these times, absolutely be safe. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Peace. Peace.